Welcome to our Forever Young Podcast, where we chat about ways to keep our bodies and minds young, because you're never too old to become younger. My name is Christiana Eggy. And my name is Sherry Marichu. Hi, Sherry. How are you enjoying your summer so far? I'm loving it. I love being outside in the fresh air. But recently, I was thinking about sun safety. And I mean, I always wear sunscreen on my face daily, even when it's cloudy outside. But I was thinking recently that maybe that there are other things I should be doing. Ah, yes, there are certainly more things you could be doing to protect yourself against the sun's harmful rays. Okay, so let's talk about sun safety then today. Okay, Sherry, you were talking about wearing sunscreen daily? Yes. I once had a friend tell me that you can use all the lotions and potions you want on your face, but if you don't protect yourself with sunscreen, all those lotions and potions will not help. She is right, because no matter how much lotion or potion you use to try to plumb up your face and look forever young, without (laughs) protecting your face from the harmful effects of the UV rays, You are still exposing yourself to premature aging, wrinkles, leathery skin, (laughs) patches, roughness around your, you know, your face and so forth. So there are actually three classifications of the ultraviolet rays, depending on their wavelength. You have the UVA, UVB, and UVC. And although they all have damaging effects on the skin, and can eventually lead to skin cancer. I read that the UVB has a higher effect on causing skin cancer. Did you know, Sherry, that darker skinned people are also vulnerable to long-term effects of skin damage from the sun? Yes, of course. And I think that it's kind of a misnomer that people believe that people with darker skin are not harmed by the sun's rays. Um, And that's Totally not true. The sun affects all of us, no matter the color of our skin. Did you also know that seniors are particularly susceptible to skin damage, including harsh sunburns and just because their skin is a little bit, shall I say, a little or a lot more thinner than the rest of us. So the likelihood of them developing skin cancer and melanoma is actually more increased. Additionally, bright spring and summer days can be really hot and steamy, and the chances that an older adult may suffer from heat exhaustion and stress is increased as well. I didn't really, I mean, it makes complete sense, but I didn't really think about that so much, especially with um, the thinner skin as we age. I never really thought about that. Um, Okay, so how can we help the seniors in our lives? Well, we should make sure that our seniors apply sunscreen before going outdoors and make sure that we are helping the seniors in our lives use sun protection. Ideally, we should be looking for sun protection cream that offers protection from the UVA and the UVB rays, as well as has a sun protection factor SPF of about 30 or above. We should apply sunscreen at least half an hour before going outside and make sure to regularly reapply 
throughout the day as long as we are out there it's very important to keep our skin protected from the harmful rays of the sun <laughs> i know um you know, putting on sunscreen is important. And I do, I, I have a good sunscreen that is actually has an SPF of 50. But you know what, I never really reapply throughout the day. Not usually. And I think that is something that I need to be more cognizant of, especially when I'm out all day long. So when it's super hot and humid, like it is today outside, we tend to wear a lot less clothing, but wearing long sleeves in the hottest weather can be helpful, right, Christiana? That's right, Sherry. In addition to wearing sunscreen, it's important to dress for the weather. Many experts recommend covering up as much exposed skin as possible with light colored, light fabric, and some companies are actually now making fabrics that protect us against the UV rays. So um, it's important to wear something that is breathable that will not make you too hot, but definitely keep, you know, less skin exposed. Right. And I totally forgot about those new fabrics that protect us that have like SPF factor in it. Right. So um, I think that's incredible. I forgot about that. I need to go look for clothing like that. And also hats. Right. We forget yeah. about hats sometimes. Right. So hats can help protect our scalp and also offer shade to our face and our eyes. Yeah, and speaking of eyes, don't forget that we need to wear sunglasses, uh, dark ones to protect the eyes from the rays of the sun. The National Institute of Health, NIH, estimates that 20% of cataracts actually caused by extended exposure to UV rays so it's important that we help our seniors and loved ones who are older keep their vision a lot longer by helping them to protect their vision when they go out and encouraging them to wear dark um, colored sunglasses. And not to mention sunglasses keep you from squinting in the sun and that squinting creates crow's feet around your, your eyes. Oh <laughs> Okay, so now that we're dressed appropriately, we're wearing our sunscreen and our sunglasses, are there other things we need to consider? Absolutely. You should know the warning signs of heat stress and overexertion. Staying hydrated cannot be overemphasized. There's a decrease in thirst as you age, so it's very important for caregivers and loved ones to make sure that seniors constantly drink while they are out there to keep them hydrated especially for the period that they're outside, but even when they're inside, because that is significantly reduced. And um, for all of you who have not listened to our podcast on water, please cycle back <laughs> about the importance of staying hydrated. Unfortunately, every year, many older adults are hospitalized due to health problems caused by high heat and humidity, as well as dehydration we need to just be very mindful and help them stay hydrated, especially in the hazy days of the summer. Yes. 
And I think these hot and humid days are really difficult for everyone, especially our seniors and our young children. So what can we specifically look for in these older and younger people in our lives? So some of the common symptoms of heat stress and hypothermia include fatigue, dizziness, nausea, cramps, or headaches. If your loved one is suffering from more severe symptoms, such as mental confusion, flushed skin, and a high heart rate, the NHI recommends seeking medical attention immediately. Yeah, um, unfortunately, I experienced this firsthand with my dad a few years ago, maybe more like five years ago. But so somehow his golf tournament day, his annual golf tournament is always on the hottest day of the summer. And I remember that year we kept him indoors for a lot of the day, except for the earlier part of the day where he greeted guests and thanked sponsors. But I remember you know, specifically trying to keep him out of the heat and asking him to drink lots of water. We later found that he really did not drink enough. And it wasn't until the next day, the day after, that dad actually passed out on his way to a meeting. It was definitely a scary time for the family, um, but it was a huge lesson learned. So protect your seniors from the hottest heat of the summer As much as they complain, as much as they try and tell you that they're okay, make sure they drink that water and keep them out of the heat. Oh my, that must have been very traumatic. Experience, they say, is the best teacher. But there are certain types of experiences that we do not wish to participate in. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. That is why on Forever Young Podcast, we try to bring important health and wellness information to our listeners. If you can't stay inside away from the heat when you and your senior person go out, please look for shady places where you can rest and recharge. This way, you can enjoy the benefit of being outdoors while avoiding direct rays of the um, sun as well. Remember to drink, drink, drink. And I mean water, please. Anyway, on particularly hot and humid days, it may be more beneficial to avoid the heat altogether and stay indoors. Similarly, remember that the rays are typically more harsh during the middle of the day, so between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. So if you wish to go outside, you can go early in the morning or later in the day when it's not so hot out there. Yeah, I actually remember I spent a summer in in Beijing. And if you don't know, it's like crazy hot and humid in Beijing in the summertime. And I clearly remember that during the day, the sidewalks and the roads seemed like really quiet, even with like millions of people in the city. But as the sun went down, people started to come out of their homes or wherever they were hiding in the day. And they were all sitting on the sides of the streets and the sidewalks um, just to get some fresh air. But it was much cooler, you know, in the evenings and in the late afternoons than it was during the day. And it was it was so clear that everybody knew, you know, stay inside during the day and we can come out later in the evening. Yeah, that actually that also happened to us in Las Vegas. They, fortunately, they offer this buffet package that gave you enough 
admittance to several hotels on the street. So what we did, we just go from place to place drinking, you know, just having cold drinks because it mm-hmm. I've never experienced that type of heat. So most yeah. people only do things in the evenings and night. And so, yeah, I don't know how people live in those places. <laughs> I don't want to be here during the winter months, right? But right. I also don't want to be out there in certain, you know, places during the hot summer months as well. And like they say, prevention is always key. So when we are exposed to these type of places, like I said, we were taking time, we bought a package just so we can have drinks, right? So do whatever you can do or carry a refillable water bottle, depending on where you are, so that you're always, you know, drinking to keep yourself hydrated. Yeah, I mean, we're talking a lot about sun safety, but we're mentioning hydration. We're talking about drinking lots of water all the time um, because, you know, dehydration is really detrimental to our health. And it's also really hard with our seniors and the young children in our lives. Absolutely. It's actually one of the leading causes of hospitalization among adults. I think I mentioned this before. In in the short term, dehydration can continue to feel pain, discomfort, exhaustion. They may experience confusion and dizziness and even suffer from fainting spells. In the long term, seniors who fail to consistently drink can also experience severe health consequences, including developing kidney stones and suffering from poor cardiovascular health, including low blood pressure and blood clots. Yeah, I mean, and this is why it's so important for us to encourage our seniors to drink water throughout the day more water, more and more water. <laughs> Remember in our last podcast when we talked with um, Dr. Elmira and she said we should be consuming half of our body weight in ounces. So as we strive to consume more water ourselves, let's remember the seniors in our lives too. That's right, because it's better to prevent dehydration than deal with the you know, harmful effects. Remember, by the time you actually start feeling thirsty, your body is already a little bit dehydrated, even for people who are not seniors yet. So I hope that we'll be mindful to drink water before we actually, you know, feel thirst so that we'll remain hydrated. Yeah. I mean, I know my mom loves super cold water. So maybe keeping a jug of water in the fridge with some mint leaves in it and some slices of orange will help nudge her to drink more water throughout the day. That is true. And actually, you know, different types of berries also helps to flavor your water somewhat and encourages people to drink a lot. And it looks pretty. (laughs) It actually does. And you know how you walk into maybe a fancy restaurant or a nice hotel and they have those water out there with different types of berries and you just gravitate towards them as that drink. That's right. That's right. We'll make make our house like a fancy hotel. (laughs) It is. It is our, you know, what can I call it? It's a resort, right? So we have our water inviting. Well, I don't know about you, Christiana, but I certainly picked up another tip or two today about sun safety. I'm going to carry around a little bottle of sunscreen with me so that I can easily reapply throughout the day. 
And I'm going to be more of a nag with my mom when it comes to drinking water. That would be a great idea because she does need to drink more often, even than you, right? Right. More conscious of it. And although we have talked about, you know, sun safety, and we know that light-skinned people have a higher risk of sun damage, but I just want to remind us and our listeners that it doesn't matter how the color of your skin, we all suffer from harmful and health effects from long-term exposure to the sun. So I invite us all to strive to protect our skin from sun damage. Until the next time, I am Christiana Eggy. And I'm Sherry Marie Chu. See you next time on Forever Young. Until then, keep smiling because you're never too old to become younger. The Forever Young Podcast is created and produced by Christiana Eggy and Sherry Marie Chu. And it is produced and engineered by Elise Hill. The podcast represents our opinions and those of our guests. The content should not be taken as medical advice. It is for informational purposes only. And because each person is so unique, please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions. Special thanks to the Ella Accelerator for bringing Christiana and Sherry together. If you like the show, please tell your friends and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. New episodes are available every other Wednesday. Have questions? Email us at ourforeveryoungpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Instagram and Facebook under Our Forever Young Podcast. Thank you for listening.